This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Margaret, you feel very foolish about this. Could I just reassure you at the start, you shouldn't because you got caught like these professional gangsters are out to catch you. So... Take me to the very start. What happened? Um, well, my husband and myself were ill and we were in isolation. And um, I, we were sick and we were laying low. And I got a text message from uh, my bank that comes always comes in on the trade, you know, like a genuine message from my bank. Yeah. And it said that there was um, unusual activity, on, a suspicious activity on my account. And I had to press on the link to secure my account. No, I panicked and I pressed on the link. And the page that came up is the page that I always use for my online banking. No, I'm not very computer literate. Um, but because the banks are encouraging people to go online, you really have no choice because it's impossible to get to go into a bank and speak to a person now. Yes. And um, I did that. And then a few hours later, I got a phone call from um, the a person in the bank to say that were we aware that our current account and our savings account had been cleared out. And did we... Did, did we intend on moving money? And I said, Jane, we have been out for over a week. We didn't, I didn't authorise any money to go out of our account. And what followed then, PJ, was four days of absolute worry, stress, sleepless nights, and me beating myself up because I was so, I couldn't believe how stupid I was to have pressed on the link. Margaret, do, do you mind telling me how much money was involved? Was it a significant sum? It was. It was. It was well over ten thousand. Oh my goodness me! So, yeah, so it was the, every penny we had. Did the bank investigate when you told them you hadn't done this genuinely? So this is the thing. This is the issue I have. I think the banks should have more robust systems in place to protect people's funds. Because when the guy rang us from the bank, he told me to make um, a report to the guards in Fomai and to um, 
send the details of a pulse number to uh, give it, he gave me a, um, an email number and that's the only contact we had with a physical person. Now, of course, I rang the bank the next morning again to try and speak to someone and a very nice lady came on, but she said to me, the bank deals with these on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. So the entire weekend we spent worrying, stressed. Our wages had gone into the bank on that Thursday, every penny we had. So by Monday morning, um, we got another a text message from the bank and I was half afraid to open it at that stage but it was to say they had processed a refund to our account but no explanation we don't know what happened how they got at our money I don't know who took it um, and we haven't been able to speak to anybody so it's not good enough that they don't come back to people physically and tell them you know um, I felt You've no idea what my husband and I went through, the worry of it for the four days um, and not knowing. And all we could get was, oh, we we deal with it on a case-to-case basis and that's it. Now, I've gotten these text messages myself um, telling me there's been suspicious activity on my account from a bank I don't have an account with. So it's very easy for me to dismiss that as a scam. But this was your bank... Yes, that we've been, we've dealt with them for 45 years. So like the money that comes in and goes out of our account, is just our usual household running costs. Yeah. So, I mean, for any bank to think that it was okay to take every penny we had out and not even ring us to check. You know, I mean, we've, we've the same pattern for the last 45 years. About how long after you clicked on the link that caused this to happen, did the bank contact you? Five hours. Now, um, people have said that we've been lucky that it was that quickly that they think the bank may have caught it in time. Yeah. But we nobody's told us. We don't know. We genuinely don't know how it happened. Or You just... It, it, we were left in limbo and we got it back in limbo, which we were very grateful for because... You know, it was terrifying at the time, and really, we were we were we were really sick, were worried. And I just want to say to people that um, don't click on anything. And I know, I think for older people, my age group, we're not as computer literate and we're not as up with it as the younger crowd are. Mm-hmm. So I think people should be so aware of it. And if it saves one person from the anguish that we had. It'll be worth it. Like when you, when the bank contacted you first, the real bank contacted yes. you first and said they'd noticed this activity. Like, did they tell you then, look, we'll freeze the account? Did they tell you you'd be able to get the money back? No, no. I asked the boy that rang, I said, what happened? What's going to happen? Now? Obviously, the first question I asked was, were we going to get our money back? And he just said to me, or the fraud investigation team deal with this on a case by case basis. Right. You need to get a pulse. You need to get a pulse number from the Garda, and you need to send it to this email he gave me. Sure. I said to him, like, how did it happen? He said, as I say, um, we'll deal with it on a day, on a you know, a person to person basis, case by case basis. So. They didn't give me any information and that was even more worrying because I didn't know 
whether they still had it. He didn't say they still had their mo- or money. He did, he he did say, did you transfer? And he n- named the amount, and I knew exactly what the amount was, of course. And I said, no, I didn't. So that's all the information he gave us. Mm-hmm. So your your accounts were literally cleaned out. Cleaned out. Nothing left. Nothing, absolutely. Now they. Um, Close. They put a block in on on our online banking. Yeah, I was about to ask you that actually. Like th- th- at least in that first phone call, they did lock the account, so no- nothing else. Could they be- did, yeah. yeah. Right. But well, there was nothing else to take at that stage. There was nothing else in there, you know. Yeah, but nobody in case any money was to come in. In the meantime, well, that, that was that was the next worry we had because we would have been paid again. And I said to my husband, "What are we going to do now if our money goes in again and it's not? It's going to be gone again." You just you need the banks need to when this happens to people, they need to, for you to be able to ring a person yeah. and for them to explain what what, what procedure they're taking to protect you. You know because it's I looked at, up online and. Well, you know, I read articles because I was demented for worry. And that's the only way I can put it now. And felt so stupid. The banks do say frequently, we'll never email you. We'll never text you. They do. They do. But when it actually happens. And to explain something, Margaret, that I might have missed earlier on. Like, we do all get the occasional text message from our bank. But sure, that's the thing. If you if I if I buy something online, they'll send me a number to you know to put in the number before the transaction goes through. That's right. So, and it was in that thread. It was in that thread. Wow! And I was able to send it to the bank and show it to the bank. It was in. So it, that's why I thought it was genuine, yeah. and why I clicked on it. And then I beat myself up thinking, how could you've been so stupid? And I just want people to just be very, very careful. And, you know, when if it does happen and you're unfortunate enough for it to happen, try not to worry the way I did. Because nearly, I, I was so worried I couldn't sleep, I couldn't eat. Um, and until we heard on Monday, from Thursday till the following Monday, that our, our account was restored, then we were able to breathe again. I know. That must have been a horrific few days. And It was there was no reassurance that it would happen. It was just we processed these things. And tell me, Margaret, yes. when you went to the guards about it, they were absolutely brilliant. We went in. No, we couldn't go. We they told us to go immediately, but because we both and I were in isolation, we had to wait till the Saturday till our isolation was up, and then we went in and we told they'd um, a report inside and a very nice guardian for my. And he came out on Sunday morning because I was crying into the man's face, poor boy. And he came out on Sunday morning to take a second statement. And he said because it was a substantial amount, you know, they'd have to investigate it as well. And um, But they were absolutely brilliant. No judgment. They treated us with respect. And you know, you feel so stupid. Were they familiar with the f- fact that they had to give you the pulse number and then you'd go back to the bank with the pulse number? Yes. Yes. They were familiar with that then? Yes, they knew about that. And like um, he said to me, you know, they've had quite a few of these uh, people coming in mm. with the similar, similar problems. But um, 
it it was just terrifying and and I just would emphasize don't think on any links for any reason. I've learned a hard lesson and if it saves one person out today for from doing that, it'll be worth it. Well, well, I, you're very you're very brave to to tell us, Margaret, because you you did say you felt awful. You're doing a great service by telling people, and and you should yeah. reassure yourself with that. Just one last question: Did did the guards ever manage to find out who done this to you? No, and there was a, um, a detective rang us from um, from I as well, and they are they are investigating it. Right, right. So you know it'll probably take a while, but um, as I say. The banks really need to reassure people, even when it happens, they need to be more upfront and tell people you are or you're not getting your money back. Or, you know, mm. it, they just have to have more robust bus systems to, to save people from all that anguish. And that point you made a while ago, like the person who called you a few hours later to ask you had you made this transaction, that was one thing. But then trying to contact a human being at the bank after that? It's, you'd be 45 minutes waiting and then you have to press this number and press that number and you're waiting. And then I eventually got through. That was on the Friday morning because I was distraught. And um, and the, the, she was very nice, and but she said exactly the same as the man had said the night before. We, we investigate on a case-by-case case basis. There was no reassurance. There was nothing. It was just, you just have to wait till we decide. But that's not good enough, PJ, when we've spent 45 years putting our money into this bank and, you know, supporting them. I mean, we pay our fees to the bank. Mm. And then, you know, I know we got it back and we appreciated getting it back. But at the same time, if there was anybody that did it, I wouldn't get their money back. How how would you deal with it? Yeah. Well, thanks very much for telling us this story today because I'm sure, and I guarantee you, there's someone else out there listening who has been caught or nearly caught. And do you mind me telling you something? A couple of years ago, I was caught myself. Oh, that makes me feel a little bit better because it was it was a different kind of a thing, but I was caught myself, and like that now in the story, I had to deal with case by case basis. Basically, someone the the, the bank, someone took thirteen hundred quid out of my bank to buy tools in Amsterdam. Oh my god! And I rang the bank and I said, I buy tools down at Cork Builders. Providers, I don't go to Amsterdam, and like that. Now, in the, in the, they said, "Oh, case by case basis." To be fair to them, they were back to me within forty-eight hours with my money back to me. But I had that worrying period, you know. Yeah, and that's the way we were for the entire. And you know, when you're at home and you can't get out, and no matter what people say to reassure you, until it's back in your bank, you can't rest. No, you can't. Margaret, thanks so much for talking to me today. And you've done, a, you've done a great service by telling your story. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Courts 96 FM. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.